and welcome to American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Foster Brown. It's not the kind of thing that you can miss if you're headed through the heart of the land of Lincoln. An enormous crucifix rises nearly 200 feet out of the corn and soybean fields of central Illinois and can be seen for miles away, coming from any point of the compass on the flat landscape. It towers above the convergence of two major freeway systems, I-70 between Terre Haute, Indiana, and St. Louis, Missouri, and I-57 between Chicago and Memphis, Tennessee. In our fall issue of the American Road magazine, I wrote an article for the National Road Column based on a visit that I made to that monument and a discussion I had with Christy Hackman, the spokesperson for the Cross Foundation. You're invited to join me for that conversation, which inspired the article that appeared in our magazine, and to find out more about this remarkable beacon of hope. Before we get there, the folks in Louisiana have a special invitation for you. In Louisiana, a main street can be off the beaten path. It's a place where you'll find fewer people and more personalities, and you only have to meet one character to become a part of the story. Our state is more than Mardi Gras. It's a collection of downtown communities built by passionate people with something to share. This November, discover the art, music, and food of Louisiana's Main Street communities. It's your chance to meet the people that make our state's downtown areas great. Remember November and learn more at LouisianaMainToMain.org. This is a special edition of American Road Trip Talk. I'm Foster Brown, your host, and we're on the road with the Trip Talk, this time in Effingham, Illinois. And it's my pleasure to be speaking with Christy Hackman, who is a board member of the Cross Foundation, the people behind the enormous white cross that rises next to the expressway as you're heading uh, down through central Illinois from, let's say, Terre Haute, Indiana, towards St. Louis, Missouri. You pass by in Effingham, Illinois. And Christy, thank you very much for welcoming us. Thank you for being here. We appreciate the opportunity. Well, first of all, I want to find out something about the vision that brought this incredible monument uh, to, to, to into being here. Yes. Well, years ago, um, around 1996 or 97, there was a gentleman from town, young businessman, John Schultz. He and his wife made frequent trips um, to visit family or friends and do some business in the Groom, Texas area. They passed through there and found a cross very similar to this one. And John felt that it was a vision that God was calling him to complete here in the Effingham area as well. And so they had three or four years of a rough go of finding the space and the location and getting some team members on board with it but eventually they all just everything just fell into place and they actually were able to get the cross start build it started to build in 19 no 2001 yes and then in 2000 the, the beginning of 2001 they put up the first pieces started a little campus area where we put our what I was telling you about the trailer where I, we had our volunteers serve out of and visitor center And then in September of 2001, and it was literally just five short days after September 11th, they had our dedication and our permanent illumination of the cross. They had thought, well, maybe with the whole aftermath of everything with 9-11, maybe we shouldn't do it. The board decided, no, this was exactly what not only the community needed, but our nation needed. And so they went ahead and went through with their plans. They were expecting two or 300, and Foster, they got 2,500 people that came out that 
that evening. We actually just celebrated our 10-year anniversary of that illumination here on September 11th. We had the the 10-year anniversary just a couple weeks ago, and we had over 3,500 people that participated in that event. So it was an absolute amazing evening, and um, that's pretty much the background of it. It's amazing, Christy. I, I think I was reading in some of the literature that it surprised the organizers again because they were thinking, oh, maybe a thousand people will show up. And as a matter of fact, you were going for uh, a Guinness Book of uh, a World Book of Records, weren't you? Correct. We ended up participating in the largest human cross in the USA. The previous record was held for 935 people and we blew that out of the water and we now have a record of the largest cross in the human cross in the USA with 3,306 people that participated in that cross. So definitely just surprised us all. Let's talk a little bit about, so people get a sense of, of what we're talking about. We have a picture that we're going to be showing in our magazine of this, but give people a sense of the size of this cross because it is enormous. It is enormous, and that's funny because as people go past, they say, oh, you're the you're the place with that enormous cross. But some statistics on the cross, it's 198 feet tall. The arm span is 113 feet of the cross, and there are 848 yards of concrete in its footings. So as you can imagine, it is enormous as you pass by it on the interstate. Um, A couple other, there are 33.92 tons of reinforced steel footings in its foundation, over 180 really, tons of steel in the entire structure. So that gives you an idea of just how big this thing is. What is the outside skin made of? It looks like a kind of aluminum paneling. It's actually steel um, and some and aluminum as well. So it's it's both. Um, and it's supposed to be able to sustain like the highest of winds and all those good things that your that your architect makes sure of when they're building something like this. Well, this is Tornado Alley in many ways. I mean, the, the, this area of the Midwest and to have a structure this tall standing up is kind of to defy the nature and odds. <laughs> Correct. And in fact, one one other little interesting tidbit, you know, in this area and I don't know if this is nationally, but in this area, if you go, if something is over 200 feet tall, it has to have a red light on the top so the planes, you know, don't hit it and are aware of it. And that's why the organizers decided to go just 198 feet. So we were right under that because they just really didn't feel they wanted to compromise the cross with the big red beacon on the top of it. So, so that's where the 198 came into play. Well, it's interesting that this grew out of the vision of one person or one family, but really um, this is an enormous enterprise and you have a beautiful visitor center here now with a chapel, and, uh, among other things, and in just a moment we're going to talk about the uh, the Ten Commandments around it. How in the world did they finance something, uh, enterprise of this size? Well, you're exactly right in about the Schultz family. They, um, they contacted a lot of local businessmen and women, um, some, some families in town that had said, if you ever get this done, Mr. Schultz, we'll help you. We want to be a part of it. So we had a lot of early organizers and donors to get this thing going. But as the Cross Foundation was formed, people were coming out of the woodwork to make sure that they could help get this vision um, a reality. And in fact, now, as we have the, the nonprofit organization, the Cross Foundation, people from around the world contribute to this organization. Um, we've been able to not only build the Cross, but then later, now this now we have this 3700 square foot welcome center you know it's got a chapel in it we show a video it's just this entire campus is maintained strictly by the donations of generous 
people from the Effingham and widespread area here in our community, but then as well as the as the nation. This is in many ways a religious monument, but it also has become kind of a, a beacon for tourism in this area, I would imagine as well. By the way, we're talking with Christy Hackman, who is a board member of the Cross Foundation, which is the organization behind uh, the cross here at the Crossroads, which is the official title of it. But I'm going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the touristic, if you will, uh, draw this is. Absolutely. Well, again, a couple of really interesting facts um, published by our um, Illinois Department of Transportation. 38,600 vehicles go past this cross every day. And that means per year, there's 19 and a half million people that drive past this. We have found that many of those, as they see it, maybe they don't know a, a thing about what this cross is or does or who's behind it. They end up exiting and getting off the interstate and finding their way uh, to the cross and come and take a visit. So some people are just amazed um, as they pass by and had no idea. However, on the flip side of that, there are thousands of people that come here every year based on having seen a flyer or a brochure or their friends telling them about it or a news feature or, or you know something like your magazine is going to be able to do for us. It's helped spread that message. And then more visitors will be able to find their way here. And yes, it's absolutely a visitor attraction here in Effingham and for the state of Illinois. Christy, talk a little bit about what is now an additional display that is at the foot of the cross that rings it, an interactive display, as a matter of fact. Correct. The At the base of the cross are individual displays representing the Ten Commandments. Each one includes a unique interactive audio commentary, and it just gives a rendition of what each of those commandments is. And again, that's just another way that the visionaries of the cross felt that we could make an ecumenical statement and say, here's something that no matter what your faith, what your church, what your belief, if you are a Christian, you believe in the Ten Commandments, and and it's a great way to express that here. Well, it's really neat because this is uh, the 10th anniversary of this enormous cross at the crossroads here in uh, the middle of Illinois, really, in many ways, uh, kind of the crossroads of some big expressways that pass through the state here, and it's also, you've got the Ten Commandments around here, so a number of tens are being celebrated here. Correct. That's a great way to look at it, Foster. (laughs) How many visitors would you say you have a year to the cross? I would say, goodness, maybe some of our volunteers would even be able to to help us. Um, I think that it's usually around 20,000 uh, per year. And I would have to go back to the history book. So we do keep track of, we have visitors sign in and if they want to be included in our mailings and things, we, we uh, send them our newsletter or our flyers or information. But definitely those who are sent here by God, we know we're we're welcoming them. Christy, maybe the last question here. What is it that drew you to be involved with this uh, incredibly uh, attractive and and enormous uh, monument here in the middle of Illinois? You know, there's a couple of things. As the young generation here in this town, I have a lot of family members who actually are volunteers here at the Cross, and typically, I mean, they're my grandparents, so, you know, typically what's represented here in the past had been some of that older generation of volunteers, and and um, we have a young group of people in town called the YB Next group. It's the young business generation, and it's affiliated with our Chamber of Commerce. And someone from the cross was looking for additional people to be a part of it and was really trying to draw from that young crowd here in town. And um, as a Christian, as someone who also, I also work for a church and a Catholic school here in town, seemed like it was a way to integrate all of those things and be a part of such a neat foundation and, and um 
um, they were looking for additional board members, and I uh, researched it a little bit and got to talk with a lot of the organizers and the volunteers and just decided it was something I wanted to be a part of. Thank you very much, Christy, for giving us a little tour of the place here. And, and folks, if you are one of the nearly 2 million people who have passed by Central Illinois on uh, U.S. Highway 70, the big expressway that flies by here, Take a moment, get off the expressway. It's just about five minutes away uh, off of exit 159. And uh, you uh, take a moment. Uh, it's a very peaceful place, and it's a good place to kind of stop the roaring down the highway and just to take a, a peaceful moment around the foot of the cross here. Christy, again, thank you very much. And uh, congratulations to the Cross Foundation on uh, a remarkable monument. Thank you so much again. We sure appreciate you coming and featuring us and definitely want to extend another welcome to everyone who passes by, anyone that hears about it through this segment today we'll be able to to think hmm, maybe that's a drive i'd like to take and come and visit our campus or visit our chapel or watch the amazing video of how this thing was actually constructed um, it's something to bring your whole family to and you won't be disappointed thank you christy very much thank you you know american road magazine just celebrated an important milestone 10 years of beautiful pictures engaging stories and color tours along america's heritage byways During that decade, our magazine has not only grown in subscribers, but in the ways that people like you can enjoy the magazine's contents in new ways. So if you like these podcasts, then you're just the person who should subscribe to the digital edition of our magazine. Just visit AmericanRoadMagazine.com and click on the Preview Our Magazine icon. You'll get a sample of the most recent digital edition and the opportunity to sign up for electronic delivery of our next issues. While you're on the homepage, check out all of the other features like our blogs, trip itineraries, special deals, sweepstakes, and so much more. (laughs) You can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Till we meet again on the American Road for another Trip Talk, I'm your host, Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey. 